P. Mitchell Finley, 11 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Time for us to get to the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com today. Right now, you heard that song. You know that means it's time to talk to our guy, Mr. Barstool Nate from Barstool Sports. You can give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Barstool Nate. Nate Dog, what's going on, bud? How you been? Hey, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. I love you guys so much. Thanks There's, for having me on. <laughs> nobody I'd rather have on than you, Nate, to celebrate Valentine's, Valentine's Day together. Day, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, so you find out the real meaning of Valentine's Day. So I, I, I need everybody to keep me honest. Landfill, get in my ear, whatever needs to happen. I want to allow for five minutes to talk to Nate about the aliens. But we're going to start with football. Um, yeah, football. Greg Roman. Where you stand on Greg Roman? Where do I stand on Greg Roman? We're just – he's fine. He's cool. Um, I mean, obviously, he's not who I would want to come be the offensive coordinator of our football team. He is a run-first guy, and this is obviously a passing league. I mean, I, 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 I get angrier by the day the more the – Ron Rivera, we have to be a run-first football team thing just gets replayed over and over and over and over again. And then hiring Greg Roman, who by all accounts is a fantastic guy and wonderful run game coordinator. It's just, I, it just seems like we're taking five steps backwards if he comes to Washington. It's, 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 I, I can't talk or think about it without getting angry so I'm just hoping his interview is more of a formality and that he's not actually, you know, the the, the guy. Do you think the that that two two to one was just a misspeak? You would think so because this is why I don't think you can be an NFL head coach in 2023 and honestly have that perspective on the game. I don't think you can stand on the sideline and coach season after season after season and look around the league at guys like Josh Allen and Mahomes and Joe Burrow and go, you know what we need to do? Run the ball more. This is a league that if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have an offense. It's just simple as that. And you cannot win games in the NFL. You cannot win a Super Bowl in the NFL in 2023 by being a run-first offense. You just absolutely 100% cannot so, yeah, I, I'm hoping, I'm praying that that was just kind of a misspeak, a, a miscommunication, just just a, a weird <laughs> um, Ron Rivera-ism. You know, he just mm. says a lot of words that don't really make a lot of sense, and he does that a lot. So I'm hoping it's just one of those. I don't know that you're correct. And I'm not saying Roman would be my guy, but... R- Romo's not your guy? I said Roman. Mm. I But, like... That Eagles offense was a run-first offense. Like, if you have dynamic playmakers, like, the Niners is a run-first offense. They were in the NFC title game. I I think it's easy to say passing league, passing league, passing league, but if you don't have an elite quarterback, I think you're better off trying to build something a different way. And, And that doesn't mean you shouldn't stop looking for an elite quarterback, but to say you can't win and be a run-first offense... 
all, run first offense, all that means I mean, is you try to you maintain have to have balance. Line to Super, become... I mean, JP, JP, Super Bowl this year, uh, pass first offense. Super Bowl last year, pass first offense. Super Bowl year before, Tom Brady. Super Bowl year the, before, the Rams Mahomes. Super Bowl year before, Tom offense. Brady. Like, th- these are all pass first offenses. Every team who wins a Super Bowl is a pass first offense. It, I, I, I don't care about Shanahan's scheme out in San Francisco. Look at his track record, how many Super Bowls. I'm just saying, but we, dude, we, of those teams, Mahomes has won two of them. Brady's won a million seven, of them. Fine. If you're trying to go ten and seven, run the ball forty-five times. Be my guest. But if, if, you're, trying if to, you're trying to have this dynamic pass versus offense, you have to find the quarterback for it. The, the yeah, coordinator is less what? important. We went an entire season with Sam Howell on the bench. He started one game at the end of the season. And all of a sudden, Ron Rivera thinks he's the next Joe Montana. It makes zero sense what they're doing in Washington. We can talk about this for the next 10 hours, about how much he has screwed up this, this putting together this team and the player personnel and all of that. But that's a different discussion. Do we have a quarterback right now? I have no idea. If Sam Howell was the guy, you would think that he would have started more than one game during the season I agree with that. before being but- named the starting quarterback of the next season. But we don't know what we have in in him, we have no idea, and it's kind of crazy that we're not talking about that more and the fact that we're not even talking about drafting another quarterback because when in history has a Sam Howell fifth-round pick become an elite you know, franchise quarterback once, Tom Brady, and that's one in a billion. You know, So I don't know what we're doing in Washington on the offensive side under center, and if we want to become a 500 team year after year, oh, wait, we already are then we will become a run-first team. If we want to win Super Bowls, we will become a pass-first team. I don't think it's any more complicated than that. I think ultimately if we're going to become just about anything, you're going to have to make sure the people we spoke of, Kansas City, offensive line was excellent this year. Philadelphia, offensive line was excellent. San Francisco, offensive line was excellent. I think you have to improve that. If I don't care what offense we run, they must invest in the offensive line as they did the D line. Are we wasting our time either way? One billion percent agree. It's when when you look every season and go, well, we don't have depth on the offensive line. You know, we we don't even know who's starting at left tackle or right tackle. And you say that for five straight seasons, you're doing something very, very, very wrong. We have to stop drafting. You know fringe linebackers who don't even know how to tackle uh, or cover a tight end, and we have to just improve the offensive line. It's so simple, and year after year, we just see them do it wrong in the draft. And (laughs) We say this so much. This team is close. This team just needs a quarterback, but we screw up so many other positions, and I I think a lot will change, obviously, when Snyder's gone. I do believe it just all starts with him at the top, obviously. But man, like we don't make it easy on this team at all with how they, who they bring in, who they resign, and then obviously the Trent Williams situation. We had the best in the game, and we got nothing for him. It's just, it's been a travesty. And I one billion percent agree, B. Mitch. Without an offensive line, you don't really have a team. Not a lot of teams can survive losing two All-Pro offensive yeah. linemen. There's yeah. only like, I mean, the Trent situation was one thing, but to bungle the sheriff thing. It's two in a row, um, and and then you're just trying to rebuild, and the rebuild went poorly, and now you got to rebuild again and hope it goes better. It, it's yeah, it's it's a fairly, it, it's hard to do for 
highly competent people, and you wonder how it is for for less competent people. We're talking with our friend Barstool Nate here on the BetQL guest line. You can give him a follow at Barstool Nate. Um, I wonder now where you are on Eric Bieniemy. If uh, if if that's to me, he's obviously the top candidate. When when people first started suggesting this, I was pretty dismissive because I never thought it would get to a situation where he would take the job here. I thought he'd get a head coaching job or he'd stay there or he'd get an OC job working with a young quarterback or something like that. More and more, it seems like this is a real possibility with him landing here. What do you make of it? (laughs) This might be a hot take, and I'm very curious your thoughts on it. And it might just be because I have morphed into the number one Ron Rivera hater in the world. I think he's better equipped to be the head coach in Washington this coming up season than Ron Rivera is. I, I'm ready to give him the keys to the franchise and say, go do what you can do. We, we don't know what he can do because he's never called plays in Kansas City. He seems to know how to scheme. It seems that he's been working under one of the best in the league, if not the best coach currently in the league, and Andy Reid. I, I think we should give him the bag, back up the truck for him, and then – you know, I think how many years does Ron have left? One or two? Say this is your team after you know Ron rides into the sunset. Obviously, it gets very tricky with the ownership situation, and if a new ownership team comes in and wants to clear house, that leaves him out on the street again. But I, I'm, I'm so out on Rivera that I would love to give Eb the bag and say, hey, you're you're now the head coach of this football team. So similarly to you ranting about Super Bowl teams. And passing offenses. Like, that's cool to feel that way, but it's just not realistic. Realistically, I think there's a chance for him to become the offensive coordinator. And maybe if new ownership shows up and they want to clean house, maybe you do consider him at that moment for a head coaching job. And I would go one step further, and we're going to play this Sean Payton audio a little later. Apparently, now who knows how real any of this is? Because it could be someone from a potential ownership group that never got serious about buying the team. But apparently mm-hmm. somebody talked to Sean Payton about taking over in Washington if they bought the team. I mean, maybe somebody out there is talking to lots of people. I, I, I just, I, I'm trying to maintain in the, in the paradigm of what's available right now, an offensive coordinator to come in and call plays for Ron with Sam Howell and the, the collection of talent they have and the the need to rebuild their offensive line, I think enemy would be a great pick. I don't know that he's going to come here. Let me ask you a question. We all have said he's going to leave Kansas City. Yes, his his uh, contract is expiring. Is it 100% closed that they may not bring him back? Because I also heard that KC has to approve the interview. Yeah, I, and I guess his contract would expire in question. March. But, are they, are uh, they 100% sure that they're going to let him go? <laughs> I was scared to ask that question because we all, our information comes from Twitter, and nobody's asked that question on Twitter. And I was just under the assumption he was out of Kansas City after this season, just based on everything I've read. But you're absolutely right. There, I, I haven't seen any confirmation that he's 100% leaving. I'm just under the assumption, based on everything I've seen, that he is. And if he is leaving, I, I hope that he comes here. I, I love the guy. I think he's at least earned the opportunity to show what he can do as a play caller. And I don't think it can get much worse in Washington. I think 
everything would be a step up compared to the play calling from last year, last season. Um, so I, I'm all aboard. I, I want him in Washington. All right, I, we got to switch gears here, Nate, because you are uh, quite the alien hunting expert. Is that fair to say? I feel like I feel like you are on top of this stuff. Um, yeah, I've been I've been following the alien beat for a while. Yeah. yeah, like you're you're an OG alien guy, not one of these new new newcomers. You're not a a bandwagon alien guy. <laughs> what the hell is going on, dude? Get us so, all up look, to speed. Look. If you don't think that there's aliens out there, you're you're a looney tune. Obviously, there's aliens out there, but them they're they're kind of showing their face. They're kind of tiptoeing into into Earth a little more recently, and the government they're like all but confirming that yeah, those are UFOs. Aliens are walking among us, and I think that's great. Like I I don't think we should be shooting them down. I think we need to become friends with these fellows because. You know, maybe they can take us to their land where we don't have to argue about Heineke or Howell on January 30th anymore. And that would just be a wonderful new universe to live in. So I'm I'm all about aliens. If they want to come scoop me up and bring me back to their world, I'm all about it. We just got to stop shooting them down because they're aliens. Like, we don't know how many more we're going to get. So, so these aliens are invisible, right? Because they haven't found anything inside of these uh, things. But well, they're not going to tell us. They're definitely <laughs> men in black, right? Like the it's so far above our pay grade. Like it, I think we already have aliens here. Like that's what's crazy is like they're just letting us know now. But I think we've had aliens for you know hundreds, thousands of years. But it, there's so many back doors and yeah. It's it's about the president's pay grade. It, it's like New World Order Illuminati stuff, and they're they're just giving us crumbs. But they're here, B. Mitch. Don't worry, they are here. How many, how many of these things have we shot down now? And that doesn't count the Chinese quote unquote four. weather balloon, four right? Total. Are there any of these things flying elsewhere? Like, is is France shooting stuff down? Is like like what's happening? We 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 don't above really, India. We haven't discussed any of that. We're only discussing what was here. The one thing had a something that was propelling it. The last three didn't. One was round. One was rectangular. I'm telling you, listen. Somebody released a damn a balloon, uh, a, a kite. How's a rectangle? And they shot down. How- it long- Aren't rect- these things pretty high? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have no idea. All I know is that when they come, I want to be on their side. Because they're going to wipe us out with the snap of the fingers. I just we want to operate with this assumption that the aliens are going to wipe us out. Like, what if they're just cool? Or what if they? I'm not taking any chances. Are they less probably, developed than we are. Oh, there's less developed than we are. We watch football for fun. Like, you can't get less developed than than like we haven't evolved since the gladiator days of thousands of years ago we're, we're so unevolved not true you, have you been to and pizza they can make you a personalized pizza <laughs> in like six minutes all right yeah, that's what, quick. they we, got that on mars bro bro we have the sun and we, you know what we we're do we're walking we around use, with computers in our pockets we use dinosaurs to fill up our cars like, we use old dinosaurs as gasoline. Like, that's what we do for power when we have the sun just, like, 
hovering over us. It makes no sense at all. The aliens laugh at us. They, I think the aliens look at us the way we look at ant farms. Like, look at these little dummies. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I often wonder. I, I have one reoccurring thought about aliens. When I am walking my dog and I am bending over to pick up his poop mm-hmm. and the aliens are watching, they're like, <laughs> They're like, all right, so the dog's in charge here. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. <laughs> like, d- the, the dog at the house gets fed. He lays around well, I need all day. to go there. They might use me as a pet. Dude, <laughs> like, if you if you are unfamiliar with human customs and you watch how a dog gets treated, he gets fed and petted and sleeps all day, and then somebody walks around and picks up their actual poop. Sounds like a great life. How would that look? Um, I didn't ask you the question that bothers you so much. What's that? Did you see the New York Post report over the weekend, I think? About? About the sale of the commanders. Oh, yeah, this whole bit you do when you pretend this that not not that's not me doing selling. a bit. This is a report from the New York Post. The, yeah, who do you think the source was? Shashi Shimney? Yeah, it's you. I know that you're <laughs> leaking it to the Post to try to get your narrative that Snyder's not selling. You no, Again, I'm going to say it every week. When JP says, call the number to chime in if you think Dan Snyder's selling, nobody call. Leave the lines unlocked. I want zero phone calls when JP opens the phone lines to that discussion. He's selling the team. He's out. I agree. He's selling the team. Why are you so nuts whenever a reasonable question gets thrown your way? You're screaming about Super Bowls. You're screaming about aliens. It's not a reasonable question because he's selling. There's no doubt that he's selling. It's not. We're not discussing if he's Nate, telling you us. and I are not reasonable people. Brian, however, is. Very. Is it a reasonable question? Yeah. Thank you. I rest my case. Now, Which part is reasonable? Ovi's not expected back this week. That's tough. Yeah, dude. I'm going to Raleigh for the game, and I hope he's there, but Ovi, you take as much time as you need, sir. Yeah. Hey, Shoot. Um, Landville might kill me. Real quick, what is Ted Lerner's legacy to you? Uh, yeah, rest in peace. Uh, thanks for bringing baseball back to Washington. It came at exactly the right time for me. Personally, I was like very out on baseball, not paying attention. And Nats came back, built a team, built a stadium, um, you know, and then just won a World Series, which is just so cool. Uh, I just, yeah, I'm just so glad that baseball is back in Washington. It really invigorated like my love for the sport. And uh, then to be able to watch just like a great team develop you know, just a homegrown team develop and win a World Series, just so awesome. And, you know, just very, very glad we have the Nats. Nate, thank you for all of your reasonable and unreasonable takes. Appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> I'm right about everything. It's incredible. I, you I don't know about all that, Nate. Thank you. That's our guy, Barstool Nate. You said Carson Nate. Wentz was going to be great. That's true. I wish I hadn't hung up on him. Uh, that's our guy, Barstool Nate. Give him a follow. When we come back, let's talk about Super Bowl jerseys and this Ovechkin thing continues to develop. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitch and Finley.